Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's free. And this is I Can Explain. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> Nailed it. We're back, baby. <laughs> the podcast where we answer the questions that you were too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is dating preferences. Yes. Yes. The reason we're laughing is because <laughs> I know in last episode we told you about the fact that we screwed up. And we deleted a file that we recorded, or computer deleted the file, whatever. So last week, we just realized we accidentally recorded on what we think was just recording on our laptop, even though the mic was plugged in, it wasn't recording. Because when you listen back, it's like the shittiest audio you've ever heard. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's coming to you in a couple weeks. So get those get, ears ready. Get ready. It's also funny because we were like not making fun of, but we were like, oh my God, like people have issues doing this. Like you're just talking to a microphone, fucking idiots. And then we have had like so many, so many issues suddenly. How did we go so back. long when we were just fucking newbies? Like literally we had never done it before. I think we were like... 18 episodes in, yeah. 20 episodes in when it was like, oh, actually now everything's going to start yeah. screwing up with the same equipment. The sa- we're just... Our brains have just become mush over fried. time yeah, from fried. talking to each other. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so dating preferences, <laughs> gay dating preferences yes. specifically. Yes. Nothing straight. Nothing straight. <laughs> my my dating preferences, I usually prefer them to be gay. <laughs> But <laughs> first, I think I should mention that I'm on the fourth day of a juice cleanse, so she's loopy. <laughs> I'm a little loopy. My brain's a little slow. Bear with me. Um, this topic came up because I was saying, because I'm incredibly single and alone, <laughs> as Brie likes to point out in her happy, loving, long-term <laughs> relationship. At Sean.Lusk on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, hit me up. Single. Super desperate. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was like... Oh, I know this is an exhausting statement, but I think for me it would be uh, like I would have a hard time dating somebody that's not vegan mm-hmm. because like I've been vegan for almost like three years now. Yeah. And it's like such a part of like my psyche and like my mentality. And it's more of just mm-hmm. like a diet preference. It's like kind of just like ethically and environmentally. It's a lifestyle. It's like a lifestyle. <laughs> you just like wouldn't understand because you're trash. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, like, it's like a very important part of my life. Right. So, and like the treatment of animals and stuff, like it mm-hmm. all relates. So for me, like somebody that isn't at least like, int- or like vegetarian would be a start because I could break them down easily. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, all you like is cheese. Literally, I'll show you alternatives. Like, oh, baby. <laughs> I will Here crush you. Make you what I want. <laughs> um, so yeah, and I was at like, Sean. <laughs> really advertising to the people. Um, so I was saying, like, is that is that an exhausting thing to say? And Brie was like, I don't think so. I think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we we're kind of talking about it because with this juice cleanse, I've been doing this <laughs> for four days, but also <laughs> she's a new person, guys. She can't date people that aren't on <laughs> juice cleanses. <laughs> I actually don't date people that eat solid foods. <laughs> oh my god. No, and before that, I do these stints where I go vegan for like a month or two. And uh, so basically I'm a phony poser vegan. And uh, I'm on one of those. So I'm like 22 days in, four of which were juicing. And I was saying to Sean, Julia isn't vegan. So it's hard because... 
predominantly in our relationship, I do a lot of the grocery shopping and like the cooking. She cannot cook. I also like how you say like I just do so much of it. You, I, you, I your, cook. Your fridge is liquids. Oh my god, I shop for a meal because I enjoy the process. Yeah, whatever. I do. I actually enjoy grocery shopping and like planning a meal. Okay. I really a do. A single meal once yes. every six months. No, I actually make meals. I swear. But anyways. Um, I, <laughs> I'm laughing because literally the only thing in my fridge right now is juice. <laughs> yeah. And that's not just because the cleanse. <laughs> no, but I like doing that and I do like the like process of making a meal yeah. and like making it more of an event and everything else. And she just hates that. Like she loves eating, but she hates the grocery shopping, hates cooking. So the hard part is when I do these things, she is not only not vegan but she literally does not eat vegetables like she's impossible to cook for she's like cooking for a fucking child and it's like meat bread cheese it's okay you can drag her she doesn't listen yeah that's so true so here we go like dairy pasta and then she'll have like corn avocados squash and yams which basically all the like starchy vegetables that don't actually give you anything anyways (laughs) uh during the times that i'm vegan it's so hard because obviously it would be totally against the entire point if i'm also buying dairy or meat products for julia because then i might as well just be eating them like i'm still supporting the system so it's like no you have to buy your own right right and you have to cook your own of that so i will make you a meal without like the stuff you don't like but it's gonna be like pasta with sauce on it because you don't like the mushrooms and zucchini I put in it or whatever it may be. Right. Um, or tofu or whatever. So it's, it's so hard even in those like 30 days with two different people. And then I'm like, Oh, whatever. I'll just get through it. And then I'll go back to like cooking regularly for her. And I still predominantly eat plant-based a lot of the time. Like I prefer the vegan options or vegetarian options when we go to restaurants. Um, but at those times mentally, I'm not in the space where I'm like, I'm not going to buy it or not going to make it. Right. So it's like, whatever I can make hers, mine with tofu, hers with chicken, whatever. Same base. Easy. I cannot imagine being three years in and that's so part of your life. And even like when I'm doing it for a month, I obviously am like Googling recipes and getting more about learning more about the environment and like animal welfare and like all these different things. And you get in that headspace. And it is a lifestyle. It's not just what you're eating. Yeah. So going from doing that for three years to like your boyfriend's got steak in the fridge every day. And every time you're eating out is like eating animals and just doesn't like correlate with what you're doing. It's just like not the vibe. (laughs) And then also you can't like really make meals together. Exactly. And like eat, like enjoy the same things. And I like love cooking. Mm -hmm. So it's like I am also at the point that I like wouldn't make like I would never cook meat I would like it's just obviously not like my family like I cook a lot and like we'll have my family over and my family just like eats what I eat and they like love it most because I think they just like like when people cook for them yeah um but I would like never cook like chicken for somebody or something that's just like not what I'm gonna do and also vegan food's amazing I think a lot of people that aren't vegan think of it as like oh your family comes over you make them a fucking salad it's like you're gonna make them like an elaborate wonderful delicious flavorful meal it just doesn't have fucking chicken on it yeah you know that's the only difference the one problem is that like I know and I know this is like an issue with like vegan people and like we were talking about 
the other preference that like I would have a hard time getting mm-hmm. past is like smoking because yeah. like we talked about like yeah. your girlfriend and stuff how she like mm-hmm. wasn't super um upfront about yeah. her enjoying a, a cig or two <laughs> yeah so when Julie and I first started dating she didn't like tell me she smoked and then because she wasn't like a smoker in the sense of like smoking like a pack a day or anything like that she would like she basically was addicted to the habit of like before bed she would like to like go sit on the patio and have a smoke it was like with her actual ex-girlfriend that's what they did every night so it was like much of a habit in that sense or her ex-ex-girlfriend or something that's when it started doesn't matter some Uh, bitch some (laughs) bitch back then (laughs) kidding um and uh she honestly wasn't even addicted to smoking because as soon as i was like oh i don't want you to smoke she was like okay but it was just, like, the process of, like, that's what she did every night. Yeah. And then, yeah, so then when she stopped smoking, now she, like, will, if she's at a club and, like, out with friends, she'll have a cigarette or whatever. But um, it was definitely, like, a no-no for me. Like, this was, like, a month into month or two into when we were dating. And I was like, no, 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 you can't do that. Yeah. Like, that's not going to be a thing. Like, it wasn't a, oh... Like, it was a deal breaker. It was enough of a deal breaker for me. Yeah. It wasn't, uh, oh, like, okay, I'll deal with it because I do this and you do this. There's certain things that you just, like, that's not going to work for my life. Yeah. And But what I was going to say is, like, th- <laughs> with, like, veganism and, like, smoking, I know this is, like, such an issue that people right. have with, like, vegan people, is that they, like, seem so, like, self-righteous, you know? Right. Which, like, I... I- <laughs> I get where people are coming from, but also was, at the same time, I'm like, I am better than you. So it's like kind of hard. For- <laughs> My lifestyle is actually also Yeah, like I get where you're better. coming. I am exhausting, but I am, you know, just person. simply yeah. better. <laughs> um, but like for smoking and like that, it's like... <laughs> I feel like I, this is such a weird thing. It's like, I feel like my opinion is like the better one in a sense, which is a problem. I am aware of that. I'm aware of that. But like, it's hard when dating because it's like, well, I like, why would I let you smoke? Like, I'm right. You know? Right. So it's like, or like, why, why would I eat animals? Like, I'm right. You know? So it's hard. And I, I'm so aware Mm -hmm. that that's an issue that I face. I get it. But it's like, Mm -hmm. it's just a weird headspace. I get that too. And I think that was like my thing when like approaching it with like Julia was, it was like, I get that like you're an adult and you can choose to have a cigarette. Yeah. Like, I get that that is allowed and that is okay. Totally. But it's not okay for me. Yeah. So it's not like I'm telling her like, you're wrong, like, you're terrible for do- smoking, I mean, she like, lies, anything but- like that, which she was. <laughs> but, no, it was more, like, in a way, like, hey, you can do whatever you want, but it's not going to be with me. And I think that's, like, the, a difference that people in dating need to realize is okay to do. Yeah. Because you're allowed to make barriers for what's okay and what's not okay in a relationship totally. or the person you're dating. And it doesn't, I think, a really, like, immature way of thinking and a way that, like, when I was younger and dating, it was kind of, like, that was the way it was. Do you need more space? No, it's fine. I was just sitting on my leg weird. It was falling <laughs> okay. asleep. <laughs> um, is that the old way of thinking is, like, oh, you're telling someone what they can and cannot do. Yeah. Like, you're controlling them. And there's a big difference between controlling someone and having dating preferences that work for your life. Yeah. And you're allowed, and it's valid to say... In my life, I want my partner to not do this or do this. 
do they have to, or are they a bad person if they do not follow what you say and say, okay, well then we're not going to work. No. Yeah. And that's the difference between controlling. Like controlling is thinking that they're an asshole because they say it's not going to work because they want to do X, Y, Z and that's not going to work for you. Yeah. No, you can be mature about it and say, okay, well then that's probably well, not going to work. We're not the right not. fit. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's, I think when I was younger, I thought that if I like stood up for things that I needed in my life, whether it was preferences or like the way I was being treated in relationships or like asking them to not do a certain thing, like for example, you know, um, like in past relationships, I've had a relationship where, uh, the girl that I was dating was very close with her ex who it, and it borderlined on inappropriate. Okay. Like it wasn't like a close friendship. It was like... You're saying things that are like, yeah, you could write that off as friends, but like no one would just say that to their friend if they hadn't dated them before, like still calling each other like nicknames and shit. Like, yeah. That's uncomfortable. And like still had like their show together and like stuff like, yeah, it was ew. So there was like a point when I was younger that I was like, if I tell her that's uncomfortable, I'm controlling her. I'm controlling her and her relationships. And I'm like saying you can't do something and I'm being like a bitch, right? And as I've gotten older, I'm like, no, like that is not the case. Like I should have just said that that's not going to work for me because at that point I could have easily said, Hey, listen, like I don't feel comfortable with this situation and the way it is, it's not going to work for our relationship. Yeah. If you don't feel comfortable giving that up, that's fine. But then we're not going to work. Exactly. And that's, that's totally okay to do. So I think as you get older and like for anyone listening, like you're allowed to put barriers in your relationship. You're allowed to be like, this makes me uncomfortable. This doesn't. Whether it's something like being vegan or smoking or whether it's something that's involving their actions or the way that they act or be or whatever it may, you know? Yeah. And also because I was like, oh, should I even be doing this? Because it's just going to shrink my already small dating mm-hmm. pool of like yeah. gays yeah. <laughs> compared to everybody oh else. God, yeah. But at the end of the day, I feel like if you aren't, upfront about your preferences and your lifestyle and things mm-hmm. that like bother you yeah. it's gonna come to a head at Eventually. some point anyways and also like is that somebody that you want to spend the rest of your life with mm-hmm. anyways if your values don't align probably yeah. not yeah and then also like you're in too deep <laughs> oh, you know yeah. like there's a certain point where it's like wouldn't you rather like let that know from the front like where you start just starting to date when you've been on a few dates and you're kind of talking about what you're you know, what you want out of a partner or like what it might be or like what do you expect from a partner than being like a year or two in. Like a big part with my like ex-girlfriend that that happened with was like I was already so far in that I was already like in love and, and you're was like, like is, this... is it worth it to give yeah. up and like the whole thing. Whereas like if you had told me on the first few dates that that was the case and I was going to be in this uncomfortable situation, I'd be like, I'm not dating this person, right? So it's easier from the start to before you get kind of like all blurred by the love vibes. You're like on your 10th anniversary and you're like, (laughs) your eight-year-old kid asks you why you can't have a chicken breast and you just fucking lose it. (laughs) But it's true because it's going to come to a head at some point. Like at some point you're going to feel bitter or resentful towards that person for whatever it may be. And also like with you, like going back to the vegan thing, like that's a great example, the kid thing. Whether it's a kid thing with being vegan, with a certain religion, with a certain way of beliefs, with a certain way of raising kids, that's a big one. It's like eventually... You're going to have to talk about these things. You're going to have to talk about these things. So you should talk about those things. And I don't think it's weird. I think that our society 
makes it seem like you're like a crazy person or like it's weird to like on one of the first few dates be like hey this is what i'm looking for and this is what i'm not looking for yeah and they make it sound like oh whoa you're crazy like you're Literally. speeding up like we're, what are you gonna do get married tomorrow like chill out and it's like you're why wouldn't you vegan. do that <laughs> why wouldn't you not waste someone else's time and not waste your own time yeah. and get put it out on the table it doesn't mean that you're gonna for sure date long term or get married but it's just like an easy way to say hey these things need to align or else it's not going to work and then we can still be friends or whatever and sometimes i find myself like being like oh i shouldn't share these feelings because i don't want to like scare somebody away i don't want to i don't want to what if this person like wants to hang out with me and i'm incredibly alone and i just want to be touched (laughs) (laughs) i'm like should i should i scare this person away because they like a hamburger now and again but at the same time it's like these are your values like Mm -hmm. these are things that if you scare that person off for that reason, there right. is more than likely somebody that will fit that. I'm trying to tell myself because you just told me that. So no, I'm there will. Keep, there will be for yeah, sure. That like ticks all the boxes together. Mm-hmm. And it is hard because, as you were saying earlier, <laughs> the like LGBTQ pool is already like smaller than regular society. Just like number wise, like people that are like living in your community and like out and actively looking to date and single it's gonna be way smaller than the heterosexual community so you've already like knocked that off yeah and then you start to feel like you're kind of like chipping away at the pile it's like okay then they can't be vegan and then they can't smoke and then they you know have to have like an rsp you know (laughs) (laughs) and then eventually it gets to the point where it's like you feel like is that person even gonna exist exactly and i think that's where it comes into play like you almost have to like stack your priorities and like what is most important and then what are the like wish list things. Right. Like what are the things that are like deal breakers? Yeah. And what are the wish lists? That's a good I can explain. What? Deal breakers and, and wish lists. lists. That is good. Let's do it right now. Should are we you just fucked? Do it? You're Let's in a relationship. This is just <laughs> sad for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when I was like when I was looking and like okay. what okay. I was thinking. Because I will say this, before I started dating Julia I might have said it on this podcast before. Um, I know I've said it on my YouTube channel that before that, I was like a bit of a serial dater. Like I loved dating people and I loved always being like with someone having connection. And then the last relationship before Julia, when we broke up, I was like, I need to be alone and figure out what I want. Yeah. Because for so many years, I was totally compromising my own set of beliefs and uh, values because I liked someone because I liked hanging out with them because on the surface level or even the medium level, but before the core level, we matched or we had fun or we laughed together or I thought they were hot or whatever it might be. And then like we were talking about, it would get too deep where I'd be like, oh, whatever, I can push by, I can push by. So I was like, I need to take some time to not date anyone and just figure out like, what do I need? And I did that. I was like single for a year and a half, like completely single, like not dating anyone. Right. And then I started going on a couple dates, like we've talked about, like my pillowcase mm-hmm. date. Yeah, a classic, classic hit. If you haven't heard that one, that one's worth listening to. Um, <laughs> Listen to the time that Brie got a restraining order. <laughs> and then eventually, uh, I was still very single, and I met Julia at the bar, and then we started dating after that. And at this point, it was like I fully knew what I wanted out of right. someone, and it was almost like I—I I mean, I believe in this stuff. Call me wacko, but like by wacko. doing that, I feel like the universe. Like, almost delivered me that because I was so focused on what I needed. Right. Opposed to, like, I was 
it was much easier for me to like kind of not put so much attention or so much weight into people that weren't fitting that mold. Whereas before some of the people that I went on like one or two dates with, I probably would have ended up dating long term. Yeah. Just because I wasn't focusing on those things. Right. So then I would have been in a relationship. And then when I met Julie, I would have already been in a relationship or whatever it might be. But because I was so focused on that, it's like I was just waiting for that person. So you like stacked your wish list of things that you wanted. Yeah. And then you forgot to stack like eating <laughs> vegetables in there. So yeah. then it was they were like, we're going to send you Julia. You didn't say anything about <laughs> vegetables, anything about vegetables. <laughs> But yeah, but that's where it comes in. Like the priorities. Like, okay, so for me, the like... Major priorities was someone that, like, wanted to be around my family a lot. Uh-huh. And that my family liked. Like, that was, like, super high priority because I'm super close to my family. Mm-hmm. And if my family didn't get along with them, it, like, just wouldn't. It's a no. It wouldn't work. Like, and I also knew myself as being someone earlier in life would have tried to just push through that and make them like someone. But now I knew that, like, I couldn't do that for my whole life. Yeah. I couldn't try and, like, make sure they get along my whole life. So that was very important to me. The second thing that was very important to me was someone that was always down to like laugh and like do things. Like I've had relationships before where people are just like really content and just like sitting around all the time or like watching a movie. Like I wanted someone who wanted to like travel. Like that was an important part of their life. Like they were willing to spend their money on like traveling or like doing activities and getting out and doing stuff that was important to me i also wanted someone who liked to go out and wasn't like a super homebody because i'm not i like to socialize i like to go do things yeah um so that was important to me and then also financially i wanted someone who rich was (laughs) (laughs) well i mean (laughs) but no i wanted someone who was smart with their money okay and had long-term goals yeah because Previously, I didn't, the people that I was dating at the time, once again, we were very young, so I'm not speaking to them right now because if they're listening, they might very well have it. But at the time, I was dating people that were very, um, like, thinking about the next weekend. Yeah. And, like, kind of paycheck to paycheck and not really thinking of, like, career goals and, like, long-term goals or anything when it came to financials, like, future stuff, right? Which is, like, fair. Like, we were young, but, like, for whatever reason, I've always kind of thought that way. So I wanted someone who paired up with me. And I also wanted someone older than me because I'd only did a younger before. Mm. And I was realizing that because I... People are probably going to roll their eyes at this, but, like, maturity-wise, I feel like I'm higher when it comes to, like, goal setting and, uh, like, financials and those sorts of things. And just, like, face age. (laughs) (laughs) I need some good moisturizer. (laughs) No, then then people my age, so when I was dating even younger, then it was even farther gap. Like, let's say I was 23, I was, like, (laughs) acting like I was 27, like, goal-wise, and people I was dating were 21, and they were acting like they were 16, in my mind, Right. right? So it felt like a very far gap. So I wanted all of those things. And then, like, wish list things. Like, I mean, we could go on forever uh, about, like, certain preferences. But um, those were, like, the big, like, kind of... Oh, the other thing was I didn't want someone who was religious. Yeah. Um, that's fair. Because I, I, for me, it just wouldn't work in my life. No. Like, because I'm very not religious. And I wouldn't be able to, like... For some people, they can do it. Like, that's the thing. It's all about stacking your own priorities. And there's no right or wrong. Um, for me, religion was, like 
it wasn't something that I was ever going to be like, okay, teaching my children. It wasn't going to be something that I was going to be okay. Like going to church every Sunday or like doing that for a partner. Like I wasn't going to bend that way because I just don't believe in it. So for me, that wasn't, that was just not a thing. And then I guess smoking. Yeah. Oh, and drugs. Uh, they had to do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> they had to do tons of drugs now. And no drugs. I don't I don't have a problem with if people like to do drugs or smoke weed or any of that kind of stuff. But just for me, it's a no-go. Like, I just don't enjoy being around someone who's, like, doing that a lot. Yeah. Like, I have friends that they don't do it and their partner, like, smokes weed every day before they go to sleep or whatever. And that works for them. That's totally fine. But yeah. for me, it's I just knew it wasn't going to work. So I guess, yeah, the big one's no smoking, no religion, no drugs. Uh, liked to be around my family. Uh, made me laugh. <laughs> liked to do things and had financial and career goals. Yeah. I think those are all, like, fair. You know? Yeah. But, like, some people would hear that list and be like... Oh, that's totally, like, I don't care about any of that shit. Yeah. Or it might be opposite. Like, oh, I want someone who's religious, does a lot of drugs, (laughs) (laughs) and hates my family, you never know. (laughs) Oh my God, I have the person for you. (laughs) No, but like, you know, people have different priorities and like, they weigh differently, but those were my things. And then when I met Julia, obviously the additional things of like the attractiveness and getting along and just liking to hang out together were great bonuses, but she also lined up with those. So I was able to be like, yes, this could work long term. Okay. Fair. You know? Yeah. Let's hear yours. Deal breakers and wish list. Is that what it is? Mm -hmm. I think deal breakers, um, somebody that doesn't like take care of themselves. And I know that's like, uh, in the gay community, that's like a, Oh, like I want a guy that takes care of themselves. And they just mean that they want like somebody with like a six pack that goes to the gym. I don't mean that. I mean like somebody who actually is concerned about like their well being. you know, like lives a decently healthy lifestyle. Cause like, I think that I do. So I want somebody who does as well. Yeah. I obviously drink and party yeah. and stuff. Not super often, but like right. mama loves a good glass of wine. So oh, yeah. that's... Or eight. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, yeah. So, um, yeah. A healthy lifestyle, I think, is like decently important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, this is wish list, I guess. Um Somebody who, like, has the ability to drive is <laughs> really important. Okay. You hear all about that in our next episode. <laughs> um, not has a car, because I do think that that is unrealistic, especially in Vancouver. Yeah. It's, like, an incredibly expensive city. So I know that everybody doesn't have a car. Like, I'm not a fucking idiot. But, yeah. <laughs> um, the, like, a license, I think, yeah, is super just, important. Like, the just, like, also, because, like, if we go on, like, a road trip or something, uh, yeah, and I have to true. drive the whole way, or that's what if true. I have, like, a stroke or something? And I then never we're just. I really thought about that. Like, what if, like, I've never thought about dating someone yeah. that doesn't have a driver's license. I dated license. somebody who didn't have a driver's license, right. and I, I usually drive everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, I drive all my friends. That's just, yeah. I am comfortable driving and a lot of people aren't but like to have to drive somebody every time gets a little tiresome and like sometimes you're on a road trip and you're like I want to fucking like pass out in the passenger seat and you just can't so yeah a license is nice I would say Mm -hmm. definitely wish list um somebody who's close with their family okay because that kind of gives me a hint that they'll probably be close with mine right yeah um I would enjoy if they were a dog person because I really want like four dogs. Right. Um, Is that a deal breaker or a wish list? That's a wish list. They don't have to love dogs. So if they hated dogs, like deal breaker if they if they loved cats, 
I, I'm dead serious. <laughs> that's a deal breaker. That I just so like I, cats are fine, but I just like don't fuck with them. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're fine over there, yeah. but it's not. In and my if that's place. like someone's thing, like yeah. if they're like really into cats, yeah. I'd probably be like, eh, I don't know about that. It's funny you bring that up because I was talking to my friend Tamara, who's single, and we were talking about her dating preferences and how she has a cat. Oh, sorry, and... Tamara, we're not dating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she was talking about how I forget if it was like someone she matched on Tinder or like something like that. Yeah. That said they were like allergic to cats. So it's like, okay, bye. bye literally. She literally not only has a cat that she loves, but she works as a cat vet. So she's always around. So she's always around cats. Like that's yeah. her life is like cat. She has a business called Cat, cat Concierge that takes care of cats when people go, go away on like trips yeah, and stuff. Yeah, she's not a match for me. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, yeah. So I, it's funny how like there's little things like that that it could be like the perfect person otherwise. And it's yeah. like, well, you're allergic to cats in my whole I life I also am cats. like mildly allergic to some cats. Like short haired cats are usually fine, but like long haired cats, if I'm like with it's them like, for like no. a decent amount of time, I'm like sneezing and shit. That's just not how I want to live my life. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, so I would say that's, like, wish list. Mm-hmm. Um, I would enjoy somebody older than me, and yeah. um, tall is always nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but those are wish lists. I don't really care that much about them. Yeah. Deal breakers, um, probably, like, smoking. Like, yeah. a heavy smoker. Mm-hmm. Somebody who, like, parties all the time. Right. Because, like, I have definitely been there. Like, yeah. I been there, think I, like, went way too hard from, like, the ages, like, 19 to 21. Yeah. In the, like, way that I feel like I've done, like, every kind of party that's, you know, like, I'm just not gaining Mm -hmm. anything. I'm not going to be going to after parties and stuff. Like, just nothing good happens. Maybe once in a while I go to an after party, like, once a year now. Yeah, that's like like, me. Like, I I was thinking, like, in the last year, like, at Pride, we went to one after party. Yeah. But there's never going to be a weekend where we, like, go out for, like, a friend's birthday and we're like, okay, now let's hit the after party. Like. It's like, no, it's already two in the morning. Like, nothing like, good okay. happens after two. No, it doesn't. Or at least three. At least three. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's like, yeah. And mm-hmm. then like if like I, a vegan would be obviously an issue. But I think mm-hmm. I could I'm like pretty like great at just breaking people down. <laughs> so I think You just like on your first date you go take them to that like what's it or flings <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Really. We're just gonna have a little We're quick just, screening yeah. of this film. <laughs> I'm just going to watch some of my favorite movies. We sit through like 72 hours of documentaries. <laughs> oh my God, this vegan. Me and Julia randomly went to watch our friend Tamara again. Um, I swear we have other friends. <laughs> um, do we? Uh, went to watch her at the end of the summer play her like last volleyball game. Or yeah. Her like volleyball tournament. And after the tournament, we were like talking to some of the girls there. And there was this, these two lesbian girls there and they were talking their roommates and they're like hey do you guys want to come next week and we're having a potluck um and we're watching horror movies and i was like weird season for horror movies and i was like season is great for horror uh, but like i was thinking like usually that's something you do like around halloween like to invite people for horror movies okay so i was like oh actually I hate horror movies i would love to hang out with you guys but i can't watch a horror movie like that's not a joke i'm I'm so scared of horror movies or, like, anything even slightly scary that I will have, like, terrible nightmares for, like, two weeks. Okay. Like, I I don't know why it sticks in my brain and I can't stop thinking about it. I think I was, like, either abducted by a serial killer or was a serial killer in a last life. It's definitely the latter. Yeah. And so, like, it traumatizes me to the core. Because you're like, I want a murder. (laughs) (laughs) I get, like, the shakes. Oh, no. But I just, I'm actually just genuinely really scared. 
so I was like, oh, I can't. Like, I'm really afraid of horror movies. And she was like, oh, she kind of pulled me aside. She's like, okay, well, I'll let you in on a little secret. It's not actual horror movies. It's vegan documentaries. (laughs) The true horrors, honestly. That's what she literally said. She was like, the true horror movies. I was like, okay, um, you're weird. (laughs) (laughs) This like vegan trickery. She was literally like, I literally said to her and she was like offended, but I was like, come on, you are. I was like, you're like those people. I (laughs) can't believe I said this to you. I was like, you're like those people that go and door knock with pamphlets. But the difference is, is you don't even tell them what the pamphlet's about. (laughs) And she was like, she's like, well, once you get people sitting there, blah, blah, blah. I was like, and she's like, the potlucks, obviously all the food we're making is vegan. The potluck's obviously a distraction. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. So she was like, she was getting people there to like eat food and be like, see, look how good this pizza is, even though it doesn't have it. Now watch all this death. (laughs) And watch like death. I'm like, you're not eating any of it. Like good for you. And I was like, that's a great idea, but also weird yeah to present it as a horror movie night Definitely. and then people go and like see that's also one so of the I, reasons that people think vegans are crazy, are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so i feel like that is a great idea for your first date okay. your next first yeah, date totally like i'll make nice a nice spread and we'll watch a horror film perfect and then it's like and then at the end you can say, turn to them and say so are you vegan so are you scared <laughs> so should we have a second date yeah. or not or your not. choice yeah. just put a block of cheese in front of them are you gonna eat this can or not can take it <laughs> you gonna touch the cheese <laughs> i'm down oh my i'm also like i think we very well established that i am that level of crazy that probably would so thank you for the inspiration good idea but also okay okay we can't talk about dating preferences mm-hmm. without talking about the like opposite end of it. Okay. Which is like, these are preferences. We've talked about preferences. Wow. That was not a sentence. Um, <laughs> we've talked about preferences that I think are like allowed, like that okay. you're allowed to have. Mm-hmm. There are, however, some preferences you aren't allowed mm-hmm. to have. Mm-hmm. So you can be like, I would prefer if they're vegan, but you can't be like, I prefer if they aren't black. Oh, so true. Like, that's so and true. And that's such a like huge thing in the gay community as well. Like yeah. when people are like, no femmes, no like fats, no like Asians. Like, Can you believe that that's a thing in the gay community? And then people always like, people try to uh, rationalize it yeah. by saying, oh, well, I'm not racist. It's a preference. And it's like, no, and it's like, you're okay, racist. it's a racist preference. Yes, it's a, it's a racist preference. <laughs> you can't like, change the wording to just be like, That's Also, fine. like, it's obvious that it's racist because I've heard people try and debate it as, oh, I just don't find that attractive. It's an attractive preference. Right. And you're then assuming a that everyone under a certain race looks the same way yep and b that there's no one that looks a certain way that you would find attractive which in turn comes to a core that you just don't like that race exactly like you are racist literally because (laughs) there are white people that are ugly hideous (laughs) in fact i would argue most white people Coming from two ugly the white amount people. Of, no, no, I'm not joking. The amount of times a month I will turn to Julia while watching like a TV show or like while like walking down the street and be like, how ugly are white people? Like what happened to that genetic pool, including like our own? Because they like I fuck look, their cousins. That's or, what happened. No, like 
hello, have you seen Making a Murderer? <laughs> like, I was watching Making a Murderer the second season and was like, what happened to this town? Like, <laughs> because who's related this here? This is like, frightening. Yeah. But I, um... Yeah, <laughs> but or I'll be looking on like Instagram of like people that are like different races and be and just literally turn to Julie and be like, white people are so ugly. Like yeah. these people are so beautiful, and like we could never. <laughs> this we is will just, never. We're not touching it. No. Like it's impossible. So the like fact that you're a not even saying like a specific, which would be even more racist, I guess, but you're just saying no Asian out there is going to be attractive. Like, also, like, what? Asian? Like, like what? yeah, that's that what I mean. Like, so, what? Like, so broad, like, literally know half what is, of the world. Do you know what is, like, encapsulated in that? Asian? And then, or, like, like no black person is going to be attractive to me. It's just such, like, a fucked up, because, like, if you flipped it on them and said that, Someone said that no white person is attractive. They would easily. (laughs) But you could easily argue, like, what? Like, there's so many different looks. Like, totally. Here we are sitting here, we look nothing alike, yet we're both both still white. (laughs) Both still white and hideous, but nothing alike. So it's just such a disgusting umbrella statement, and it's like so racist. And if anything, at least those people are putting it out there so those people know who not to hang out with or date. Because it's like, oh, you're a racist. I'll avoid you. My preference is not racist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, people should do that. People of color should be like preference, not racist. So if you have any of these in your bio, like please stay away from me. Yeah. But it's also like preferences, like in terms of somebody's physical appearance Mm -hmm. and things like that, are just. Like, so fucked up. Like, I remember we were talking about that Friends episode. Yeah. Where Monica goes to, like, the library or whatever. And she's talking to this guy. And she's so enthralled in this guy. And thinks that it's going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. And then he rolls out from... Under a table. Under a table in a wheelchair. And the whole rest of the episode is her talking about how, like, horrifying this was for her. That, that a guy in a wheelchair What is had... she going to do? Uh, she did, how is she going to get out of the date? Yeah. Like, how is she going to... And it's yeah. like, preferences like that, that's fucked. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, like, ableist. Yeah. Like, you're literally, like, choosing someone based... So actually, this YouTuber had a really good point. I, I'm blanking on her name, but... Um, She's deaf and she said that one of the most common things that her girlfriend who is, uh, has no disabilities gets is like the kind of hero complex. Like, wow. Right. Wow. You, you're dating her. Like, good for you. Like you're what? such a nice person. And people will literally say this to her both in person in life and also in comments. Cause they have like quite bit, she's huge on YouTube. Yeah. Right, her name's Jessica. And, uh, and like her girlfriend gets this like hero complex as if dating her is like, like she's such an incredible person. And she's like, I'm not denying that my girlfriend's not an incredible person, but like, I'm a great person to date. Like me being deaf doesn't like make her like, Oh, like, wow, you're really taking one for the team and dating the deaf person. Like that makes no sense. But like, that's how people think about like those types of people. It's like I'm dating an incredible credible person who happens to be deaf. To be deaf. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, there's certain preferences that are just really like racist, ableist, like body shaming. Like for example, like the, like no fats or anything like that. It's just such a, like a gross kind of statement to me because. See, but I'm like, was it problematic for me to say that like, no, because I was going like, to say about that. Like lifestyle is, is, not a, is a preference. Body, yeah. So if someone's like, like people have different body types. Like yeah. s- 
like some people, if people are eating healthy and are take, going to their like yoga class or going for a walk or like to do that stuff and they happen to have a body type that carries a little bit more weight or they're a different body type that's not like the six pack. Like I know myself, I will never have any, I could work out for my entire life. It's not even my body type. Yeah. Like I'm sure CrossFit people would argue with me that I could, but I, I just know it's not because I, when I was younger and literally like fucking 115 pounds in high school competitively dancing eight hours a day training yeah crazy did not still had like stuff i could shake on my stomach right. like that's just will not happen for me i liked the uh visual of that the shaking the, the skin yeah. but it's just it will never be like tight like that's just not yeah. my body type so um to like assume that like someone is unhealthy based on a certain way that they look is just really like small minded. Yeah. So I think it's very different to say that you want someone who has a healthy lifestyle. That's fantastic. Like I don't want someone who just wants to like sit around every day and, and drink and eat like shit food and never like go for a walk or go like do an activity. Like yeah. to me that would be very depressing. Like yeah. I would get depressed doing that. But I, it's also like things like that you wouldn't ever know how somebody's lifestyle mm-hmm. or how somebody lives their life yeah. unless you talk to this person and, to them, yeah. you know, found out, which you would have to not have like visual preferences to find these things out. Yeah. If you went on a date with somebody and like mm-hmm. found out that their lifestyle wasn't yeah. like that li- didn't line up, sure. Yeah, but course. if you're just being like, hey, you are mm-hmm. slightly larger, I'm not going to go out with you, that's not Yeah. Cute. And also the other thing is, is like, let's be real, we're all human beings. Yeah. Like we all have preferences, of course, but to just say no to an entire community or entire type of person, like absolutely not, like don't even contact me, that's when it's a problem. Yeah. Like, of course, when we walk into a bar, there's certain people that like they're look or like their vibe that they put off we are more attracted to that's totally fine like I would be lying if I didn't say that there's certain looks of people or body types or whatever that I'm more drawn to I've always been drawn to a more androgynous looking uh woman whether it's the body type being more like boyish and wearing boys clothes (laughs) and and um you know I really like long hair and I really like there's all these things that I I'm not going to deny that I like that but I also would never be like no femmes no one with short hair no blah 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 like no people that don't you know have bigger than size C boobs no like anything like you know like that's just ridiculous because there's plenty of people that I've dated or found very attractive that were those things so like umbrella it and put it out there it's just so unnecessarily negative totally because it's also just like people that are coming across your profile, you're just like putting them down over exactly, and over again. Yeah. Like how about like they contact you and maybe you find out that they don't have a super healthy lifestyle. You don't have to go on a date with that person. No. Why, like is it really that much out of your day that you have to put no fats or like no fat, like all these things over that every time someone comes across your profile, they could potentially feel like hit down about it. Yeah. That's, that's just so like unnecessarily negative definitely but i really think like we've talked about this a lot which is kind of like a good dynamic about this podcast that is such like a gay male thing oh a hundred percent like i have never and i think the person would be shamed to shit yeah to see never in my life have i once heard even someone vocalize that or put it on a dating site or heard a friend say they saw it on a dating site anything about a queer woman i think i've maybe come across it a handful of uh-huh. times, like 
in my mm-hmm. personal experience, probably like three or four times that have like, but at the same time, maybe it's been more and it hasn't been something against me. So you just don't So really I notice. didn't even like click. I was just like, You're, yeah. you know, I don't want to date you like swipe left or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know why like white gays, think that white they, gay men yeah. think that they are like allowed. The to, yeah, yeah. Fuck like that. That they can like pick and choose because they're white and gay and they're yeah. like, look at me like I'm white and gay and like at a reasonable in their mind weight class that they think that they can like everyone wants them and they just like get to be like know this know that like I know you're all gonna be like throwing yourselves yeah. at me so just I'm gonna it's stop it's funny you though now. because my like if I had to have like a body type preference mm-hmm. like I don't find like incredibly muscular guys right. like attractive yeah. so at least I'm like fighting like the douche <laughs> no muscles no, mu- <laughs> yeah. no muscles no six pack Instagram photos yeah, six more pack, than once, no. uh, once every three months yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god yeah well on that note uh thank you all so so much for listening to our preferences in dating I yeah. can explain Still podcasts. alone. She's not. <laughs> Just remember that. <laughs> uh, wherever you're listening, it would mean a lot to us if you followed or subscribed, whether that's on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, iTunes, wherever you are listening to this podcast, there's usually a feature where you can do that. And it means a lot to us. It really, really helps us out. And it's just a simple click. So we would really appreciate it. Uh, also, make sure to follow us on Twitter at I Can Explain Pod. Or on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast. And if you want to see what we look like in real life, you can follow Sean at Sean.lusk or myself at Brianne Williamson. And we will see, see you around, around the neighborhood. Nailed it.